0: Lock, hope, radio.
1: Good afternoon, the power Block Talk listeners.
0: And the power to legally hey,
1: that was our jingle. Starting the year off just right. This is SC, guys. I am back. I really enjoyed the holidays, and I hope you enjoyed our guest host last week, Satin E., She's setting in for me, had a couple of things going on, and this year is really, really shaping up. I know this is the first week of the year. We're going to get into goal setting. Um, We have a very special guest coming on. She was supposed to have been a Saturdays guest last week, but she'll be on today. Her name is Charmaine Lane. lady went from minicurist to millionaire by the age of 30. I think she has a few pointers that she can tell you and get across to you. About goal setting, setting your smart goals, uh, making you prepared and stand on track to get those goals and make those goals happen. Um, before she comes on, which will be about 15 past, there are a couple of things that I want to share with you. This year started off perfectly for me. Uh, the year has been rolling just fine. I told you last year that we were working on a big deal with a credit union. Well had a meeting with them on Monday, and they are commissioning me to write another book. This book will be called The Negotiating Experience, Your Car Deal, Your Way. Because the first book, How to Legally Steal Your Next Vehicle and Save Thousands, it was a little bit racy. It was a little bit biting. And, of course, you know, we're dealing with the credit union market, so we had to tone it down a little bit. They loved the book, by the way, but they thought it might be a little bit too edgy. For their, for their members, and they didn't want to you know, burn any bridges with their dealer affiliations that they have. So we came to an agreement, and we are going to do another book. Again, that's The Negotiating Experience, Your Car Deal, Your Way, and it will be mainly written for credit union members uh, around the country, this credit union, but it will be, be written for credit union members, um, kind of tainted towards them just a little bit. And most of you know that I'm a big advocate of credit unions, and we're going to talk about that as well, some of the things that are coming down the chute from your shareholder banks that you want to be aware, about, aware of. If you didn't hear about it, you know I'm going to bring it to you here on the Legally Steal Show because we care about things that matter most to your wallet. So we have those things coming up. Uh, another thing is that credit union, a part of the – Deal agreement is I will become their on-air spokesperson, television. So that's right. You heard it here live from SC. I'm going to television. Way to go. So things are really, really moving. I'm very excited. Starting in February, we are going to start our YouTube video series, where we'll be bringing you short three- to five-minute videos, um, probably five to ten a week, or a month, five to ten videos a month, but we're going to be talking about different things that you care about. I'll be on location. I'll get out to some of the dealerships. I'll go to some of the wherever you need me to go to talk about issues that matter for you. How do you get the savings you need? That's what we're going to be covering on the Legally Steal show. So those videos are going to be great. It'll be a chance to put uh, the show on around the Country in a number of arenas. So, we want to take this, we want to take the show by storm. We want to take the internet by storm before we go to terrestrial radio. That's your traditional what you hear across the airwaves. Uh, before we do that, also this week we signed a contract with I, with our um, SEO, that's search engine optimization, and social media specialist. I know last year. Uh, around the middle of the year, well, I would say July, August, I put out a call for we wanted to bring on an SEO person to take care of the take care of the Twitter account, take care of the Facebook accounts, um as well as Google and all of the the social engines out there on the market so we can keep our presence big. Well, that's done. So Mr. Bateman is going to be heading up that part of of the show and making sure that we can come to you more and more and more and keep you abreast of things um during the week uh without the show. Also in February we are right now we anticipating going to a two hour show. Uh, we have a lot of issues to cover. And we have some really, really interesting shows that we're going to bring to you, so you definitely want to stay tuned in on Saturdays, 2 p.m. throughout the year, to get the knowledge you need. I mean, we're going to touch on some subjects that you might have some issues with. Uh, we, I know we have one coming up next week, our show for next week. You definitely want to tune in for this. If you've ever worked for anybody or you're working for someone now, When you start to work, you fill out a little form called a W-4. That's the employee deduction or exemption form for the IRS. Well, a lot of people do not have a clue of what they're doing, and most human resources departments, because they are not agents of the IRS, they will not tell you how this thing is done. So what we're going to do is we're going to have... We're going to talk about that show. We're going to have some specialists on so you can understand what a W-4 is and how it works for you because if you do not fill it out right, you are giving the government tax-free money, loan interest-free money that you have to beg for it back at the end of the year. So these are things that you want to know, you want to stay abreast of. We're going to talk about colleges and some of the big things that are going on now that you may not be aware of. So all of you, University of Phoenix, pay attention, stay tuned, because we have some things to tell you. Um, you're throwing away a lot of money, a lot of money for private colleges, and there is no guarantee that you're going to have a job or anything. But what you will be guaranteed is to walk out of college with an undergrad degree with about thirty forty fifty sixty thousand dollars in student loans and this is big this is really really big because this is going on in um Congress right now. The Black caucus is fighting in support of the four private colleges because they feel that it's the only way now don't you like this it's the only way that some black people we'll get a chance to get a college degree. <laughs> That's kind of funny. So we will tax you with a lot of debt. We're going to overburden the system so you can have a college degree and you graduate in four years, and now you are in debt sixty, seventy thousand dollars 70000 with no job. You see these state of the economy I mean, today, do you see jobs hanging around? I understand what the president is saying. Remember, we don't talk politics on this show. But I understand what the president is saying, that, you know, more jobs have been put into the system. Well, we need more and more jobs to be put on the system. And I can tell you just from what I'm seeing, some of the economists I'm talking to, some of the political scientists I'm talking to, the world as you knew it three years ago is gone. It's not coming back. So you're going to see a lot more of, entrepreneurs, people jumping up, people doing different things as as we go along and go into the future. So these are things that we're going to have the shows lined up that we're going to talk to you about. And, of course, of course, you know the show started because of the book, How to Legally Steal Your Next Vehicle, which, by the way, you want to pick up that book. You really do. It's coming up on that time of the year. People are starting to fill out their income tax returns and of course, you know, according to the IRS, because their system isn't updated, they want you to wait until January thirtieth before you actually file file your taxes. But we're going to be on that show the subsequent show after the after the W four show, we're going to be talking about car buying. The things that you really want to know about car buying. And how to go in and use your tax refund to buy people, as well as negotiate your deals. So, we got a really great lineup for the year laid out for you. Things that we're going to touch upon when you need to hear about them most car buying, taxes, and of course, we're starting out this year with goals. Sad Need touched up on it last week. We're going to finish it up this week because we want you to understand something. Every year, every year we talk about goals. We talk about what we want to do for the next year, how we want to look, how much money we want to make, what we want to buy, what kind of house we want to live in. Well, here's the problem. It's easy to create a goal. It's easy to throw it out in front of you. But most of us create really, really, really big goals now. I told you last year that I had been studying Napoleon Hill, the law of success. And there's something very, very intricate in, in the study of the law of success that brings out, if you do not have a burning desire fueled by a belief and faith in your goal that it will happen, then it will not happen. So you create a goal, and your goal is too sizable. You write it down once, or maybe you don't. You say it to yourself, but it doesn't happen. The things that you have to do is you have to break these things down, break it up in little chunks, and put dates in there. And there's something there's a, uh, an acronym, it's called SMART, SMART goals. That's specific, measurable goals, attainable goals, realistic goals, and timely goals. So all of this, you want to create a series of SMART goals that you can put down and you can say, okay, by this date, I want to have this. Now, the other side of of goal setting and getting your mind right to achieve the goal, you have to give up something. What are you going to give up to achieve your goal? These are questions that only you can answer, but you have to have an answer. Otherwise, your goal is not going to happen. Every year, every year we set it up. I want to lose 30 pounds. But you don't want to stop doing what you're doing to gain, you know, lose those 30 pounds. Great, you want to lose 30 pounds. But you have to cut back on your eating. That's something that you're giving up. Great, you want to lose 30 pounds. But um, you got to do a little exercise because you want to stay healthy. You don't want to just lose the weight and still not be healthy. Now, I'm going after the smokers now. I know everybody in the world is picking on smokers right now. And I can tell you, I used to be one years ago. But I gave it up. Like the way I feel. I didn't like the way I taste. Like an ashtray. It was not something appealing. So I gave it up. And I didn't need a patch. I set my mind because my mind is the most powerful asset that I have. I set my mind on something. And I gave it up. You have to do the same thing, but you have to put this stuff down. You have to write it down. And another thing, use a support system. You have friends and family around. uh, You know, if you have guy friends, girlfriends, whatever, wife, partner, work together. Have that person be your support system because you're going to fall off the rock. It's a natural thing. But if you have a person behind you that says, hey, 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 Let's go running. Or no, we're gonna not eat out today. We're gonna cook dinner. But these are things that you can make it work for yourself. You wanna set you wanna set goals for making money. What are you gonna do? If you continue to do the same thing that you've been doing and you're expecting a different outcome, that's insanity. That's not goal setting. So you don't wanna be insane with what you're doing. You want to be smart about what you're doing. So these are things that our guests come on. We, you know, we have uh, some questions that we're going to pose to her about how she started. Now, let me tell you a little bit about her. She started out. She went through nine divorces in her family. I, I don't understand how a person can go through nine divorces, but. We're going to let Miss Lane talk about that. But she went through nine divorces growing up. By the age of 17, she was a manicurist. And by the age of 30, she's a millionaire. Now, I'm bringing her. I know that a lot of us talk about being a millionaire, but sometimes it's almost unattainable. We can't see it. But she's living proof that you can do it. So, of course, we want her to talk to you about that and you get an understanding of what she did, how she did it, and what you can do to achieve the same thing because it's available to you. I'm telling you, when I started this whole uh, law of success thing, it really opened my mind. It really made me see a lot of things that were there for me. But I I didn't take advantage of. And now that I have been a you know a diligent, true student to it, I'm starting to see a lot of things that that are gonna help me get to where I wanna go. And you heard me talk about some of the stuff last year, things that are setting up, things the the directions that we're going. I'm very serious because I'm looking at taking this show onto a national level. I want to take this indication. And in order to do that, I have to give up something. I have to put more time and it. I have to put myself out on the circuit even more so. Which also, by the way, I am getting ready to get back on the speaker circuit. Because I know a lot of people out there need the information that we're talking about on the show. And I'll be able to give them that information from a speaker standpoint. So... We have a lot of things going on. We want you to have a lot of things going on. This is another year, another 365 days have passed. We have a chance to hit the reset button. We're going to start again. But now we want you to participate in it so at the end of this year we can talk together. We can see where we've gone, where we've gone, where we're going, and how we're going to get there. Now, Without further ado, further ado, I'm going to bring on our guest, Miss Charmaine Lane, and let her talk to you about things that matter to her and how she got to where she wanted to go. Charmaine, how are you doing today?
0: I oh, am fantastic. Thank you so much for having me here.
1: <laughs> We're glad to have you. Listen, I have been talking you up all week, talking about how fantastic you are. Um, I'm going to let you tell the audience a lot about you. Of course, I have your information on our blog because I want people to be able to connect with you after the show. If you would, tell us a little bit about your life, how you got to where you are, to age 17, being a manicurist, enduring nine divorces, to becoming a millionaire. If you would, please share with us.
0: Oh, thank you very much. It would be my pleasure. Um, I love sharing, you know, tools and, and tips and strategies on really how to to fix and change and and just do the things that you want to do in your own life. So you talked a little bit about it already, but you know, um, I was born into a dysfunctional world, and um, my parents, between them, had been divorced nine times. To actually, to date, it is now ten, and. You know, um, when you're a child, uh, isn't that comedy? I mean, that's just that's a comedy act right there in and of itself. And talk about exactly. being a kid, you know. You stand up. And, and no kidding, I mean, I'm trying I have more steps than the Washington Monument. What?
1: <laughs> so, uh, Jermaine, did we lose you? Uh, I think we did. Could give her a second. I'm sure she'll call back in because she's very dynamic and she's talking some stuff that you want to hear. Um, but I mean, when you talk about just before you know, before she comes back on, when you talk about that type of adversity, that type of dis- dysfunctionality, and ten times she said to date it's been ten times. That's a lot. She's back on. Jumping. I don't know what happened. Hi. We lost you, but we're glad you're back.
0: <laughs> Sorry about that. Yeah, I guess I'm stuck in technology heck today. <laughs> so yes, um
1: no okay. so to
0: date to date it's been um ten divorces. And as a kid it's really hard to get caught up in all that because you don't really have control over your environment. And I have this really life changing a uh, circumstance that occurred for me and and my my parents um, I was a product of the very first marriage so my parents got divorced when I was two and then nine other divorces proceeded through my 38 years of life thus far and the amazing thing was is that I was complaining about my life one day and I went into my school psychologist and I was just talking about how things were going and I wasn't very happy and my, my psychologist said this amazing thing that really changed my life, and it was: you can't change the things that happen to you. You can only change your reaction to the things that happen to you. And at the time, I thought, "What are you talking about? That is so often and <laughs> why?" And I'm, you know, I'm I'm I'm, I'm twelve years old. How can possibly change my reaction to things? You know, but, but exactly. Again, I, Isn't that funny? Because, I mean, you do. You think at some point in your life, you're like, okay, that makes no sense to me. I'm just going to blow that one off. But over a few hours, I started to just really, okay, he's a smart man. You know, he knows what he's talking about. What does this mean? And then all of a sudden I realized, you know what, I have control over absolutely nothing in my life. My parents, my school, my teachers, those are the people that are in charge. But one thing I can be in control of is me. And so I started to think about being in control of my reactions and and changing those reactions. And from that point forward, I really just started to study the mind and people and and how you work and and why people do the things that they do. And here I was at twelve years old when everyone else was reading you know Tiger, Beaten, Sassy, I'm reading you know Jim Rohn and and Tony Robbins, and I'm trying to figure out how the brain works. And so from that point forward, I I started to um, just really focus on where I was and where I wanted to be. And it's actually kind of funny because I was, you know, this 12-year-old kid, and I was a baton twirler. I was the majorette in the band in um, in the 7th and 8th grade and a few years in high school. And that was a great place for me because then I could figure out, okay, what do I want to accomplish at this next competition? Um, where do I want my skills to be in the next six months? And it gave me this this new right. realm for me to set goals, and make them happen, and then create a plan in between in order to get from where I was to where I wanted to be. And then I instilled that to every other avenue of my life.
1: Well, you know, that's good. So you're saying that basically at a very early age is when you realized that goal setting was vital for your success in life and everything that you were planning to do.
0: Absolutely, and I really do thank my school psychologist in the seventh grade. Which thank God for Facebook. I recently gotten back in touch with him again, and it's been an amazing just thing to be able to go through and to be able to thank somebody in your life that that had had a life changing effect. Well, good but yeah, absolutely. I'm sorry.
1: I said no. Good deal. I, you know, one of the things in in, in listening to you, I relate because at the early age I realized too I was about thirteen when I realized that I had no control over the things that went on around me. And because I didn't have any control, all I wanted to do was concentrate on the things that I could control. And that's what I did. I started focusing. So with the audience, I want them to know that just because of where you're standing today, that that is not an indication of where you can go tomorrow.
0: Oh, that is such a powerful statement, and absolutely. And I like to say your history does not have to determine your future. Where you've been does not have to determine where you can go.
1: Exactly. Exactly. And
0: so that's what I was saying. so well, let me you ask know, you um, this. Go right ahead.
1: Let me ask you this. Um, now, you said after going through at the time, you know, those nine divorces, what gave you the courage to set the goals? I mean, just to set the goals. We're not talking about achieving them, but what gave you the courage to set them and then achieve them?
0: That's a a great question. You know, it, it kind of falls in line with what we've been talking about already, which is so much around me I had zero control over. I couldn't, you know, change my environment. I mean, it was my home. It was my parents. What could I do about that? So it was really about having control over the things that i could control which was and it's not being a control freak it's having influence on your own life i didn't want to feel like i was this victim that all that was going around me was determining what i was capable of or where i could go or what i could do so having all this chaos around me in a later time in life i realized you know what That was probably a really great experience for a kid to have because it gave you self-discipline. It gave you a perspective or gave me a perspective that was if I set a goal, then I can do whatever possible to make that goal happen. And although all this craziness is going on around me, I can decide for myself what I am capable of, I can choose what I want to have in my life, and I can take the steps to make that happen. Or I could just fall victim to everything around me and have zero influence on my life, and that was just not how I wanted to live.
1: Absolutely, and and with you saying that, I want to push the I want to push the conversation a little a little bit forward in. One of the things that you know, um, one of the questions that I, I want to ask you is, in setting your goals, what goals? Because I know, you know we've all thought about, I want to be a millionaire, I want to be this, I want to be that, but we have to set in some specific goals. If you don't mind, what were some of the goals that you set to set you to, you know, actually elevate yourself from a manicurist? to a millionaire what were some of those goals
0: you know great question again you know one day um i had worked you know like 15 hours without a break and i was exhausted and this is again when i was a an manicurist and you know in manicuring you don't really have influence or at least not much influence over how much money you can make because there's only so much people are going to pay to get their nails done or to get their toes polished you know there's only so much that 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 service is going to have as, a, as an income bracket and I looked at my life and I'm like, oh my gosh I just spent 15 hours you know working on people and there's only so many hours in the day I cannot work 24 hours and so I did the math one day and I realized looking at the bigger picture you know if you continue to do this job if you worked 15 hours a day seven days a week, you'd never make more than $50,000 a year. Now, please don't hear me wrong. $50,000 is good income, but it was not going to allow me to do the things that I wanted to do. I wanted to travel. I wanted to give back to the world. I wanted to do charity work. I wanted to help good causes. And $50,000 a year, even if I was making $50,000, i am working seven days a week. I can't even take a vacation because as soon as I take a vacation, I'm not making 50000 anymore, right?
1: Exactly. Exactly. that was really... Exactly.
0: That was my first step in setting goals. I said, you know what? If I want to accomplish bigger things, I'm going to have to to make some changes here. And I did what I call verbal vomit. I got out a piece of paper and a pen, and I wrote down every aspect of my life I wasn't happy with. I was not happy working 15 hours a day and only making, at that point, you know, $20,000, $25,000 20000 $25,000 a year. That didn't make me happy. So I wrote down all the aspects of my life that I was not happy with. And then I thought, all right, one at a time. What do I want in place of each of these items? And honestly, that was where my life started to change because now I saw where I was, not having any judgment about it. And then having mm-hmm. some place on the horizon that I wanted to be, something to work towards.
1: Good, good. Listen, Char. Um, we also have a chat line that that chats are coming in while we're on the air. And one of the questions that came in is, how can I make my goals realistic and possible for me? Though you know, two of those keywords, realistic and possible for me. Could you share a little bit about that?
0: You know, that's a really great point. And the funny thing here is, um, I'm sure everybody's heard that phrase, reality sucks. Well, there's a reason. Okay. And so <laughs> I say, throw reality out the window. A, you know, I'm sure you know, okay, as a manicurist, I was making 20 grand a year. Do you think it was realistic yeah. for me to set a goal to say I'm going to make a million dollars in one year? That sounded ludicrous. If no. I told anybody out loud, they would have thought I was off my walker. Absolutely. So what I honestly say is I would throw, quote, unquote, reality out the window. Do something you're passionate about. Throw out reality and throw in passion. What is a goal I am passionate about making happen for me? That's step number one, possible. Um, I believe that setting goals that – are 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 possible. If I'm five feet three inches tall, there's nothing I can do to be five feet six. That is an impossible goal. That's just silly to do. I mean unless I'm going to wear three inch heels, which is fine, you know, but if I want to naturally be five foot six, not gonna happen. I'm five three, it is what it right. is. My eyes are brown. If I want to make them green, the closest I'm gonna get is colored contacts. Those are what I call <laughs> not possible goals. Oh, you're laughing at my jokes. I think I'm funny, too. (laughs) So so that's the difference between reality and and, and possible. I say have a goal that you are absolutely passionate about, something that you are going to fight for, something that gives you fuel. When you have a cold or you have a flu and you don't feel like getting up in the morning, fighting for that goal is something that gets you out of bed, that's a goal worth having. And as far as possible, to be honest with you, if you think it and you believe it, it's possible. Um, You know, there was a guy whose name I'm drawing a blank on right now, but he was a blind man since birth. And actually, I think he was 12 years Mm -hmm. old when he went fully, completely, 100% blind. And you know what, Mm Essie? He climbed Mount Everest. Mount Everest. Most seeing, fully visibly capable people can't do that. A blind man climbed to the top of Mount Everest. Most people probably said that wasn't possible.
1: Exactly. And so when you look at that, you can say anything is possible and you hit on it. If you can conceive it and believe it, then it's possible. You can achieve it. Listen, some of the things that I've done, um, I've been years, I've been in sales for years, 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 years. And I do understand when you said seven days a week, I was in car sales. I did 30 days one month, 30 days. Sure, I made a ton of money, but I couldn't spend it because I was constantly at the dealership, constantly trying to get the next sale, the next sale. And living like that is chaotic, and I said, you know what, I love this business, but what I love most is talking to people, giving people advice. So for the person that came along with that question, and we have another one, can I have more than one goal set for myself and make it possible at the same time? Absolutely. Set your goals, write them down, and then apply yourself. But, Shar, one of the things that I put out was this. You can have any goal that you want. But if you do not put a burning desire behind it, believe it and ha- that it will happen, it will happen. What do you think about that?
0: I think you could not have hit the nail more straight on on the head at all. Um Anything is is absolutely possible. Um, Like I said, no one in my entire family has ever made more than six figures, much less seven. And people did. They thought I was absolutely out of my mind. People at my company, when I said out loud to everybody there, I'm going to make a million dollars this year, everybody looked at me like, oh, this girl has lost her mind. And um, they were looking at me even more like, good Lord, what did this child do? Because she um, is actually doing it. And and so, again, um, I had lots of goals. I mean, in one year... I made a million dollars, I ran a marathon, I lost thirty pounds. That's just an example of having more than one goal. And I I did each and every one of those things. And it's again, it's having something that is important to you. Now, what I don't want people to do is get so overwhelmed with all their goals that they no longer have a life. Kind of like you, and working at the dealership seven days a week. I I think it's important to Create goals that you're going to be happy about that are going to add positive things to your life, not to just consume your life.
1: Right. Sure. Listen, one of the things that, and and I'm sure you can attest to this, um, one of the things that I realized is that once I set my mind in a certain direction, and I put the time and energy behind achieving whatever I'm going to achieve or I desire to achieve, then one of the things that happen is this. Things start to line themselves up and fall in place. And I see, for instance, um I see like this year. I mean this year, we're eight days into the into this year, and because my mind has been so in a certain direction, things are just starting to line themselves up for me. So I know if you set a goal that you went from a manicurist to a millionaire, other things are starting to happen around you in a positive light. It's like like attracts like, the, you know, the law of attraction. What do you think about law of attraction and things moving in a positive direction once you've locked yourself in on a goal?
0: Yeah, I think that's a really you know, interesting perspective because yes, I am a big believer in the law of attraction and you know, it's so funny. We have all, I think, had the the experience where you wake up in the morning and you're kind of in a bad mood and then you go to make your coffee but then you spill it all over the counter and then you get ready for work and now you're stuck in traffic and then you stub your toe, you know, on the curb. And it's one big snowball effect. And that is what the law of attraction is. It's demonstrating I've been just spewing off all this negative energy all day long, and all I and now I've had this most atrocious day. But the opposite is true as mm-hmm. well, is that you can have a really great day when you're going through your day and you're in the zone, and I can tell you, when I was making a million dollars a year, I... Good things just kept on flowing to me. Like every time I turned around, I'm like, wow, I am so in the zone right now. Just everything, new accounts, exactly. new people. <laughs> and that's exactly, exactly what happened. I it, like that. And that's the, that is just, I call it the snowball effect because more people seem to be able to relate to that. It's not quite as fluffy and, and airy-fairy as the whole law of attraction thing. But you know what, Essie? We all wake up in bad moods someday or certain things occur throughout our day that put us in kind of a cranky mood. Well, I'm always mm-hmm. shifting that. I have a song. Most people have at least one song that just gets them fired up. You know, I want you all to visualize this five feet, three hundred and fifteen pound woman who is in a bad mood and wants to change that bad mood. I put on okay. Eye of the Tiger by Survivor. Okay. And I get out yeah. and I start yeah. dancing and punching the air and I'm like, Yeah, so unstoppable. <laughs> and here I am like little Rocky girl, right? I'm like rocky woman. And all of a sudden, I feel charged up and excited and good. And then my day shifts. And the point here is is that we all have the ability and the tools within ourselves to shift that bad moment to a positive one, but it takes effort. You have to take action to make that shift, but it can happen. You just have to do it.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. And listen, another question that came in, which is right in line with another question that I had for you, it's about reevaluating your goals. Uh, one of the questions that came in is like, what is a good ta- a good time frame for setting goals and for reevaluating those goals? What do you think about
0: that? You know, I think that you should always have a goal on the horizon that you're working towards. Sometimes you're going to meet them faster than you expected, and other times you're going to meet them slower than expected. I had a goal to get my college degree, and no one, again, in my family had even gone to college, much less graduated. So it wasn't that my parents and my family hadn't done it. It was something that was important to me. I felt that, you know, I was limited because I didn't have a college degree. I uh, you know, thought it was going to be about a two- or three-year goal. It ended up being a 15-year goal. Mm-hmm. But I finally did it. And I kept <laughs> looking at that goal every year. And I said, okay, is this something I really want? It's not happening in the time frame I wanted to happen in. You know what? It's important to you. It doesn't matter how long it takes you to do this. Just keep it on your list and keep yeah. working towards it. And that's what I did. So I set a goal every January 1st. I don't call them New Year's resolutions. I just create a list of things that I want to accomplish in that year. Some of them I achieve. Some of them I don't. And the ones I don't, if they're still important to me, I shift on over to the next year. And other ones, if I need them early, then I set another goal that takes place.
1: You know what? You just said something very, very important. And and basically, yes, we set goals, and sometimes we get discouraged when we don't achieve a goal. But what you just said was the goal may not be important to me anymore. It's now nine nine, ten months down the road. I'm looking at this goal, and you know what? I really don't want to lose another ten pounds. I kind of like the way I look right now. So if that's the case, audience, knock that goal off. A lot of people get get themselves wrapped up into goals, goal, 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 and then if you do not have another goal to back that goal up, you will get depressed. Take my word. Once you achieve your goal, if like you've gotten to the ultimate top of the top of the mountain, but now it's like, what else is there for me to achieve? So I'm like Shar. I have a list of goals set up throughout the throughout the year, not just one day, but throughout the year. And they work for me. When I achieve them, I can replace them with another goal. That's like a stair step for goal.
0: Sure. what did you I think you're an amazing human. The, I seriously do. That's exactly what I do. <laughs> I set a, a list of goals. And sometimes I accomplish them. And other times I look at the goal and go, you know what? I don't know what I was thinking, but I really don't want that. Or sometimes I'm going down a path. Towards the goal, and mm-hmm. I realized part of the way there, you know what I thought I wanted that, but I really don't. On this path, I found this other thing that far more interests me, so I shift my goal. <laughs> you know it's just like I see it's just like looking at a map in the mall. There's this big fat red arrow that says, "You are here," and I locate a store mm-hmm. that I want to go to and I'm walking along my merry way to go to that store, but that doesn't mean that another store along the way isn't going to catch my eye, and I want to pop into that store and see what it has going on too. Goals are the same exact way. You can change your mind. You can shift your focus. You can check something else out and go, nope, I was right the first time. I want to go back to this other thing. That's the great thing about life. It's always changing, and you get to choose along the way.
1: Wow. Shar, listen, I know that, and I, and I want you to talk a little bit about what you do, because people hear your energy, and, and, and audience, I'll tell you, this is my first time having a conversation with Shar. We've been emailing back and forth, but I knew just from looking at her at her videos on her webpage, she is a fireball, and you can see and you are experiencing it now here live on the Legally Steel show. What I want Shar to do is tell you a little bit about what she does now. And, of course, Shar, I support every guest that comes on my show. I'm going to make sure your information is up. When I tweet, I make sure your information goes out because I want you to not just give out the information because, but believe me, I'm really appreciative of you taking time out of your Saturday and giving it to me. And I know it's cold in New York. I'm down here where it's nice and warm. But I really do appreciate it. But tell the audience a little bit about what you do and how you're doing it.
0: Oh, thank you very much for that opportunity. Yeah, um, I do many different things, but one of my most important things is I'm always promoting um, – a book I've written four, and the most recent one is called Giving You the Wow and the How. Sometimes people just work a little bit better on their own. And so um, the book Giving You the Wow and the How does exactly that. It gives you the wow. It shows you what to do to find your wow, and then it takes it a step further, and it gives you the step-by-step instructions on how to accomplish what you want, how to accomplish that wow. But one of the most incredibly valuable things that I do is one-on-one coaching. I sit down with my clients if they're geographically close to me and I travel a lot. So if I happen to be in the same city, I can sit down one-on-one in person. And most of my work is done over the phone. And I help people find their passion. I help them get clear and set good goals. And then we create a plan, a step-by-step plan in order to make that goal happen. And then... I'm, I hold you accountable. We talk every week. And I tell people, I've got a perfect record, so if you ruin my record, I'm not going to be very happy with you. And so <laughs> I keep people accountable. I, You know, we get on the phone once a week. Did you do this? No? Why not? What's going on? And we talk about how to create what you want to create. Because you know what, Essie? Um creating, you know, losing thirty pounds in, in three months was not easy. I had to create a plan. Um making a million dollars in one year was not easy. I had to make a plan. I oh, had to boy, break uh, that big goal uh-huh. down into daily bite sized steps, something I can do every day. And that's where people get caught. They don't work towards their goals because they don't even know where to start and as a personal coach, what I say I do. Is you're walking in a forest and you can't see the trail because all you see is all these trees. I'm in a helicopter flying right. above you saying, I see, I see exactly where you are. Just go down, and keep going straight, and in 15 feet, turn right. right. And, then, and that's what a right. coach does. And so I work one-on-one to help people realize their dreams and goals, come up with a step-by-step plan to help make it happen, and help hold you accountable and hold your hand and walk you through the process until you've achieved what you've wanted to achieve.
1: That's amazing. Now, audience, Shar is also, I mean, we are also fellow hosts. She's also a radio show host. She hosts Now to Wow on 1230 AM, that's WBLQ. Now, because in, in coaching, she wants you to hear the full effect. She wants you to receive the full effect. And in doing that, she has to share her message. So as a fellow host, she's also talking to individuals and giving people pointers, kind of like I do on the, on the Legally Still show, to get you involved. Because we're doing this for our audience, We've already made it. We are achieving it. But now we're giving back. We want you to experience what we are experiencing. We want you to share in it. And definitely, when you get a moment, tune in to her show. Check out her website. Always, you can go to the blog. It's it's uh, legallysteal.blogspot.com. And we've shortened it to the bit.ly shortening. It's l y slash blog. LSS blog, and all of Shar's information is going to be there. By all means, please connect with her because you can hear her passion now. If she has that passion about herself being on the show, what do you think she'll do for you in your life? Char, it's been a pleasure having you on, and I look forward to connecting with you very, very soon.
0: Oh, the pleasure is absolutely mine. Thank you so much for having me. And thank you for just the wonderful gift that you're giving, you know, your listeners and your audience. You know, talking to you has been absolutely a pleasure and a gift to me. So I thank you for having me.
1: Well, listen, try not to freeze your little your little five-inch, you know, five-foot, three-foot self off 115 pounds because I know it's cold in New York. <laughs>
0: I'm I'm, I'm
1: actually burning up down here Look, I'm down here in shorts and t-shirts Down here in uh, Tampa So it's hot
0: Oh, sure, rub it in
1: (laughs) Well, Sean, look Again, I look forward to having you on again And look forward to talking to you soon So enjoy your day All the
0: best, Happy New Year You too, bye-bye
1: Okay, Happy New Year, bye Well, audience, you have it Um like I said, that was my first time having a conversation with her. She is a fireball. I really enjoyed my conversation with her, and I want you to check her out. Definitely check her out. And of course, I didn't give out the call in number. I do apologize about that. But if you have any questions that you want Shar um, to address or you want to get to Shar, please send me an email at the show. That's T H E S H O W at legally info. And of course check out our blog. That's bit.ly slash LSS blog. Bitly slash lss blog. And we'll get that information over to Shar. Her website, just if you if you decide not to go to the blog, her website is ww.shar. S H R speaks. Sharspeaks.com. She is dynamic. I am glad we had her on and like i said she had a few pointers that she could tell you about goal setting so if you can listen to her and can keep up with her i think she'll get you to the next level of where you want to go i'm not a coach she is i thought about coaching i love what i'm doing remember if you're going to set up a passion if you're going to do a goal make sure you have a burning passion for it a burning desire behind it because It can work for you. Now, one of the questions, one of the last questions that I was going to ask Shar was, what did she do uh, in her business that could actually help individuals achieve their goals? And I didn't even have to ask because she touched up on it. She's a coach. She's talking to you weekly. She's giving you, you're constantly emailing her. And I can tell you, excuse me, she is an email guru. She will make sure that she stay on top of things with you. She and I coordinated for the last week and a half, and today was our first time talking on the air. So definitely I promote her. I like her. I enjoyed my conversation with her, and I'm going to be talking to her real soon, um, seeing if we can do some collaboration on some things and bring you some more information that matter to you most. So good on that end. Now, on the lineup on the show, This is some of the things that, you know, you can take your pen or your pencil, and I'll actually put it on the blog for you. But we have some things coming up, uh, a show in February. We're starting the benefits of starting a business. Now, we have a doctor who will be on for that show. She specializes in helping small businesses get to where they want to go. I also told you last year that I was bringing you a credit show, which will be the show after that. That's uh, February the 12th. We're going to have a show on, and it's about personal and business credit. The gentleman, uh, he's going to come on, and he's going to talk to you about how to not only build your personal credit but give you ways to start your business credit and what they can do for you. And I tell you, when you're talking about 99 bucks a month, to build up your credit, and it works. I'm telling you because I've done it. I do it now. I'm a member. I'm a customer of it, and I loved it so much. I thought, surely I can bring it on and allow my listeners to tune in and hear the good things that can happen for them because if you don't know by now we are in a credit-driven society, that is not going to change. That is not going to change. So in order for you to get your business going, uh, of course, like I said, we're going to talk to you about starting a business. But in order for you to get your business going and up to a certain level, you have to be have to be properly capitalized. If you're not properly capitalized, then you won't be able to buy the things for your business. And when this gentleman comes on to some of the things that he's going to talk to you about and what you can do with business credit, we're talking about business credit, not your personal credit. Matter of fact, this has nothing to do with your personal credit. All business. And what it can do for you, and give you the flexibility and the capitalization to be able to make your business grow even further. Um, and then we're going to talk on the benefit of memberships. We're going to have a show where uh, we're going to be talking about memberships in different in private clubs, private organizations, places like BJs, places like credit unions. Which, by the way, I want to you know stress that with you a little bit. <clears throat> This was one of the shows though that I picked up this week, but banks <clears throat> banks are getting ready to charge. You know, with that whole healthcare law and the financial law that was passed last year, a lot of that did a lot of regulation. A lot of that law is regulating how banks can do things and fees and and, and overdraft charges that they can assess on your account. Well, they've gotten smart and they've created loopholes. Now, all of the free checking that you used to see, free checking is going to go away. Um, so now these banks and all of them, all of the big banks, they're talking about charging you a service fee. Those of you who <clears throat> who who have had checking accounts for quite some time understand that it used to be that way and maybe still is that way for some of you account holders, but they're getting ready to make their money. They're not going to lose money. Okay? So now, if we charge you 12 bucks a month for your the maintenance fee on your account, that's $144 a year. Now, that may not sound like a lot to you, but for the bank, that's big money. Because if we have a million sh- uh, account holders and we're charging everybody 12 bucks a year, that's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. So now is the time, more than ever, you've heard me talk about this, and this is not just because I will be doing business with the credit union. I will be their spokesperson. Uh, You're going to really see me on fire when I become a spokesperson. Just wait. But I'm telling you now, now is the time for you to visit a local credit union. Visit a credit union and get you an account open now. They do more, people listen, they do more than just checking accounts. They do more than just savings accounts. I was having a conversation with the VP this week, and mind you, this is a billion-dollar credit union in assets. They are $1.7 billion in assets. And this week, he's telling me that a lot of people still think that they only do savings accounts. They will go to Bank of America, J.P. Morgan, Chase, SunTrust, Wells Fargo, Wachovia, and they will have all of their investment portfolios with the bank. I have my money market with the bank. I have my IRA with the bank, uh, my mutual funds with the bank. You need to check your credit unions. A lot of the credit unions are doing the same thing, and you're getting better rates. Okay? So go, Monday morning, go. Inquire about it. Take my word. It's coming. It's coming, and you're not going to like it. Banks are going to get their money, people. They're going to get it. And if you don't give it to them, they're going to take it from you automatically because you have no control. It's our check, it's our institution. You want to hold your money in our bank, then we're going to charge you for it on a monthly account. Now, these fees can range, from the report that I was reading on CNN Money, these, these fees can range from $9 to $25 per month. $9 to $25 per month. Now imagine if you have two or three checking accounts open with that bank and a couple of other accounts that have to have a minimum $10,000, $25,000 balance. If you don't have that money, you're getting assessed this money every month. So remember, on the show, we're going to bring things to you that matter to your wallet most. Why? Because in these hard economic times, You want to hold on to as much of your money as possible. And the banks and the credit card companies do not care about you. Matter of fact, Susie Orman, a lot of people know who she is. Susie Orman, she's now a spokesperson for the National Credit Union Administration. And on the new Oprah Winfrey Network, she was part of the master's show that Oprah was talking to. And Susie made the statement, the best credit card that you can have is from a credit union. So I'm not the only one that's talking this information to you. I'm going to bring you more and more of this information, but there are other experts out there that are a little bit bigger than me for now, for now, because I'll be up there with them, but a little bit bigger than me that are telling you credit unions are the way to go. So Monday morning, do yourself a favor. Do your family a favor. Do your wallet a favor go and become a member of a credit union. Somewhere in America, go and become a member. It will pay off for you, and you can do a lot of things with your credit union. Once again, I am happy that we are in a new year. I am ready to blow the socks off of this year and really put some things in motion. I hope this show was beneficial to you about goal-setting. And we're going to keep bringing it to you. We're going to keep bringing you the information that you desire most. So remember, once again, be safe. Have a nice weekend. And this is SC signing out for the Legally Steal Show where we're giving you the knowledge and skills to legally steal your next purchase. Peace, and I'll see you next weekend.